You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and welcome to another episode of the Slow Living Podcast. We're on episode number 125. And today, I would call this episode, Everybody Has Something. And so I'll give you a little bit of a backstory on this. Um, This idea has kind of been bouncing around my brain for the past few weeks or so. And one of the reasons I love interviewing people and bringing them onto this podcast is to show that everybody's got something. Everybody's got a backstory. Everybody has stuff that maybe they're not proud of or situations that happened in their past. But it doesn't excuse behavior in the present. And it also doesn't keep you from moving forward on your personal and your professional goals. And so before we dive into the personal and the professional goals, I want to talk about how it doesn't excuse you from your behavior. This kind of comes up actually a lot at work. In my day job, I'm, I work in elementary school and kids are constantly, I don't know, getting in arguments, getting in disagreements, getting sometimes, and they're young, they're, they're little children of like, well, he hit me first, so then that's why I hit him. But, but the fact is, whatever has happened, you still have to follow the rules, and 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 whatever your stuff is, whatever your thing is, it doesn't justify your misbehavior. And so the, the last weekend or so, it was super rainy and stormy in the San Francisco Bay Area. And my older kids had told me that I should binge watch The Act, which is on Hulu. And that is the Gypsy Rose Blanchard story. And... And if you're not familiar, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, um, I don't know, maybe she's in her 30s now, but she recently got released from serving a jail sentence. And there were some documentaries on her, a lot of writing about her. Hulu just, uh, I guess, actually, this this Hulu, the act has been out for five years and I must have been living under a rock because I didn't know it was there. Um But she was a victim of her mother. She was a victim of Munchausen by proxy, which is her her mom used her to garner support and interest and money from strangers on the internet and people in their own home area to donate funds. She was a fraud. The mom was completely and totally a fraud. And, And Gypsy was absolutely a victim. And um, she ended up conspiring with her boyfriend at the time to kill her mom. Her mom is dead. Her mom was stabbed. And 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 I'm not spoiling anything because this is like, like, you know, <laughs> you know this, if, if, if you follow the story and, and in the act and in any of the documentaries, that's literally in the first five minutes, you find out that um, 
mom is dead. So the mom's name was Dee Dee and she is dead. And, and Gypsy Rose and uh, her then boyfriend at the time uh, did it. The boyfriend actually did it. And he's in jail for a life sentence. And Gypsy was sentenced to 10 years and just got out this the, in the past, I don't know, six or eight weeks, which again is why um, this might sound familiar because it's hitting the news again. And so it's really interesting for me to watch this. And, and it was like a rabbit hole. And then I started reading message boards and, and pulling up past articles. And I found the whole thing fascinating. But what's interesting is when talking to my now 19-year-old, she said something like, well, it's not Gypsy's fault. It was her mom's fault. And her mom did it. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you can murder someone. And she's like, oh. Mom, you just don't understand. So then I started reading some of the comment sections and some of the online articles. And I think we can all agree that reading comment sections is probably not um, the healthiest way to get your information online. But I am always a little fascinated uh, by people on the internet and what their thoughts are. And many people believe that Gypsy was justified in having her mother stabbed to death. And, and I, I get it. I get it from a victim standpoint. But the fact is, she broke the law. She killed someone. And yes, she went to jail. And, and yes, I absolutely agree that a 10-year sentence and then eight for getting out for good behavior makes sense in this situation. But I do not agree with her getting off scot-free. Um, this was not self-defense. She plotted, she planned, she was, um, I think she was 19, 20 years old when this happened. Um, some can argue that she had an internet connection. She had a cell phone. She was communicating with a boyfriend. She could have done many other things except for conspiring to murder her mom. But this happens. This happens a lot. And it happens actually on my coaching calls that people will say they are the way they are because of their past. And, and, and that's okay. And I'm not trying to dismiss anyone's past because your story is your story. But at some point, when you're a grown-up, you decide what comes next. What are the next things that you can do in, in your life to, to move you forward, to propel you. And my hope is, oh my goodness, my hope is that you did not have something as horrific as a mom who literally like kind of poisoned you, um, and made you think that you couldn't walk and all of these things that Dee Dee Blanchard did to poor Gypsy Rose. That said, at some point, once you're a grown-up, you decide what comes next. She could have created a plan to escape. She could have done all of these other things. And that is what I'm talking about when I talk about everybody has something. And one of the reasons I love having people on this show and interviewing them is to show you that no matter where you are or what your life situation is, Someone, somewhere, in some capacity has gone before you and paved the way to make it a teeny, tiny bit easier for you. 
And I love that I've shared Angela's story with you of living and thriving with multiple sclerosis and Emily's story of struggling with infertility and Andrea's story of growing up blind. And I like to share these stories with you because they're important and not because I believe you need to struggle or or have something to show for yourself that you've persevered in life. Absolutely not. I do not agree with that. In fact, I did record a whole episode on that, episode 69, which I called Should There Be Suffering? Spoiler alert. Nope, I do not. But I recorded that and I and I just want you to know this everybody has some thing idea. Because if you have big dreams, large goals in life, and and it doesn't matter if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you're not dead yet. And and absolutely, your, your dreams may shift and change and mold and modify to current life situations and circumstances, but you do not need to give up. Because again, you're not dead yet. When it comes right down to it, we all just want to climb into bed each night feeling calm, content, and at peace. We want to know that we were able to keep all the balls in the air and were productive without neglecting our own needs and wants. I know. I get it. That is why I recorded a free masterclass on the 10 things happy, successful people do each and every day, and I'd love for you to join us. Learn simple and practical tips to reclaim the sanity and joy in your home and family at stephanieoday.com forward slash masterclass. I'm recording this to you in a place of extreme privilege. And I know this. I am living in one of the most expensive areas in the whole entire planet. And and I know that. I'm insanely lucky that I grew up in a loving home with two parents who are still married. In fact, they just celebrated their 50th anniversary this past March. I'm also very lucky. I'm fortunate enough that I was able to find and marry my best friend. And and gosh almighty, I adore Adam. And I still get super excited every time he opens the door at the end of a workday. I'm excited that he's home. I'm, I'm excited for the future life we'll have when we're complete and total empty nesters. I'm excited to um, do yard work with him and work on home improvement projects and rearrange the garage and, and travel. I'm lucky that my own three children were born with fairly easy deliveries. And and as of this recording, and I am totally going to knock on wood, they are happy and healthy and, and they're wonderful, fantastic, great kids. And they amaze me each and every day. I love that my older two still come home to visit. And I'm thrilled that the second they walk in the door, they immediately open the refrigerator and start rummaging through the pantries. Um, I'm happy to do their laundry. And and I just, I I will continue to, to do things to help them, like buy 
shampoo and and supply them with toilet paper and and all of those things. Um, I, I I joke that our walls are elastic and they can come home whenever, no questions asked. Come, this is your house. Um, I I just love that they're physically and mentally able to live their own life and probably the 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 trajectory they're on they will be able to be self-sufficient and independent and move out and and have hopefully successful lives and careers that said again elastic walls they want to come back that's just fine i i'm i'm fine with that um so we are living a charmed life and i know that. I am a person who believes in hope and optimism and finding the shine in a gloomy day. That said, everybody has some thing. I shared on a previous episode that Throughout my life, I've spoken to different doctors and specialists, and I've, at time, I've had crippling anxiety, and it sometimes affects my day-to-day life. I've been told that I have markers of ADHD. I sleep with a CPAP machine every night. Otherwise, I stop breathing. I have a bad knee. I have a touchy hip. My right shoulder complains every time I lift something the wrong way. I have one too many chins for my liking on my face. And because of the CPAP machine, I am now more wrinkled and and, and get marks on my face. And, and I, I wish I didn't have that. I really do. I'm currently taking some hormone replacement therapy by choice to work out some of the frustrating perimenopause symptoms that I have. I times have really bad constipation. I no longer can eat white rice um, because it messes up my digestive system. That said, we all have something and I love my life. Love it. And I wouldn't change any bitty bit of it. Well, I don't know. I think the extra chin I could probably (laughs) do without. But But why am I sharing this with you today? Because not only do I have something and and the women that I've interviewed with have something, and while my kids are fantastic and lovely and wonderful, they have their things too. And Adam is fantastic, but he's got his stuff too. Everybody has something. And it's up to you what that means and what you're going to do with it. Half of all marriages end in divorce. And if this is you, you are not alone. Being divorced or getting divorced doesn't mean your life is over and you can't meet your personal and professional goals. As you age, your bones and muscles are going to need you to pay extra special attention to them. And if you aren't already doing weight-bearing exercise or beginning to lift weights, and if you're not paying attention to what you're eating and drinking, and you're not counting your steps, and you're not drinking your water, that's on you. It's not fun. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be really realistic. 
you are the grown up in the room and and it, it it that whole use it or lose it it's true if you're not trying to learn something new every day your brain unfortunately will start to forget more things and and deteriorate if if you're not actively trying to nourish your body with healthy food and putting protein first and then allowing it nice long breaks for digestion you're you're gunking up your works i first heard the term in this book called younger next year and the guys who wrote the book said uh the fact is you're either growing or decaying and heaven help me i hated that phrase. And I got so mad. I think I was in my thirties at the time. I was so mad at that idea that I felt like I wanted to throw the book across the room. But when I calmed down and I thought about it, I'm a grown up. You're a grown up. This just is what it is. You get to decide. Today is your starting point and where you want to be in the future what you do today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day is what's going to get you there. So the reason I teach and, and coach and, and write and speak about all of this, and, and I have the Peace Pyramid course, the Simple Shortcuts to Peace course, is I really do want you to make goals and have dreams in all the aspects of your life. It makes no sense to, to really focus really hard and have your job be your entire identity and let your relationship suffer and let your health suffer. It makes no sense to only focus on maybe your health and then decide to be a hermit and, and have no outside uh, relationships or, or friendships or connections in your life. It makes no sense to pour your heart and soul into your kids and then lose who you are, not have an identity outside of them. Once they move out of the house, you really do have to pay attention to all of it. Does it suck? Eh, maybe. Is it fair? I don't know. Probably. But you're not dead yet. So now is the time. And if you need some inspiration, go back. Listen through the archives. I'm recording number 125. There is a lot of juicy nuggets of wisdom in there. And if you had a crappy childhood, I am sorry. And I don't want you to dismiss that. Do some work. Pay attention to it. Reach out to your doctor. Reach out to a therapist. Heal yourself. Because again, you're not dead yet. And I want the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your life to be something that you're excited about, something that makes you want to bounce out of bed in the morning and seize the day. Because there's nothing cute uh, about being older uh, and still lamenting that your parents divorced when you're in elementary school. At some point, you do kind of, sort of, maybe, perhaps, and I love you, get over it. Okay? All right. Everybody has something. You are not alone. I think you are amazing and wonderful and lovely. You're having a great hair and butt day. It's a really super cute outfit. I'm proud of you. Please know 
that I'm holding you dearly in my heart. Consider yourself loved and hugged. And I will see you again, same place, same time next week. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.